Hello, hello, and welcome to Your Holistic Earth Podcast. My name is Kat Halushka, and I'm going to be your host for today. I'm so excited about this episode. We have Deanne Riendo, Intuitive Director and Founder of Your Holistic Earth, and we're going to chat everything intuitive in life. I'm so excited. So first, let me tell you about Your Holistic Earth, and Your Holistic Earth is a bridge that connects you to local and national experts in the field of holistic medicine. On each episode of this podcast, we're going to bring in experts that are going to help you be healthier and have an increased sense of well-being. Deanne Riendo is a modern-day mystic intent upon elevating others to a higher level of intentional living. Having experienced an early life a fight with chronic illness and near-death experiences, the resilient Deanne amassed over 20 years of education in the healthcare realm while pursuing a diverse career involving six successful health businesses. I, I know only two, so I'm excited to hear about the other ones too. Uh, Deanne is also the owner of Rose Hope International, which empowers people to design their lives from inside out. Welcome, Deanne. I'm super excited to have you here today. Oh, thank you. I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you so much, Kat. Awesome. And, and, you know, as much as I try to do the judgment to, to you experts uh, describing what it is that you do, um, you are the experts. So tell us a little bit about what it is that you do and how you help people. Well, uh, you know, I, I think I've been called many things in, intuitive. I've been called a mystic. I've been called a seer, an oracle. And basically what that means is that I can sense energy. I can read energy. I can feel it. I can hear it. Um, I even have um, the ability to actually just have a very deep knowing inside. So this is something that I had inside me my whole life. And actually, all of you have it too. And it's just a matter of practicing and dialing in on that aspect of, of ourselves to really be able to utilize the energy around us and learn how to manage energy, learn how to understand it and interpret it in a much broader view than what we typically do in our normal kind of human minds, right? And so um, I do something very specific. I do something called the Akashic Records. Now, if you've never heard of the Akashic Records before, I'll tell you just a little bit about it because it's really, really amazing. And in fact, I would say I'm a bit biased to this modality because it's been so profound in my life but I discovered the Akashic Records uh, about seven years ago uh, when I hired somebody uh, to to do kind of an intuitive session and she goes well I'm going to read your Akashic Records and I'm picturing like medical records or something and I'm like what is what does this mean and as I learned about it I understood that it was your soul's library so the Akashic Records is your soul's library it's your history of your spirits from the time you left God or source, whatever your belief system might be. And what going into your Kashic Records does is it allows us to tap into this really amazing high vibrational frequency. I call it God consciousness or Christ consciousness. We can actually access that energetic vibrational frequency. And in doing that, what happens is something really magical. Not only do we get insight and information, which is very specific and very detailed. I mean, we could ask a very, very specific question. We'll get an answer for 
for it. But the other thing that it does for us is it works on us on an energetic level. So because we can go into the records, just by going into that, what happens is our soul gets massaged. And so a lot of people call the work I do soul massages as well. And it's the one space that I can find in which you can get a soul massage. So that is a bit about the Akashic records. And, and, um, and, and it's something that I, I practice. It's a foundation of my business and uh, it helps me to help people I love it and and I know that uh, people like yourself and me and some of the members of your holistic earth they know what Akashic records are but for those who just for the first time ever heard about this uh, what are some of the things that Akashic records uh, and, and yourself can help them with like how do they know that they need it well you know a lot of people who feel really lost or feel overwhelmed tend to come to me. So someone who's really confused about their direction in life, who's wanting to find meaning, uh, somebody who's looking for some clarity uh, around different pathways to maybe take in their lives. Um, I do work with people as well who are going through grief. I'm also a medium. And so that means that I talk to dead people. I know it sounds <laughs> weird, but, um, but it's true. Um, and it's a very beautiful and loving and nurturing process. I work in this space of unconditional love. And so I do work with people as well who've lost loved ones, who are really struggling, who just need some closure, just need to know that they're okay. And, um, and so, you know, uh, it, I think, I think for a lot of people that come there, uh, they also have this curiosity and they also have this broader sense of like, okay, I know there's more to this world. I know there's more to my life. What is that more? And so that's essentially what I do is help them to uncover that. The other really cool thing about the Akashic Records is that it is so fundamental in manifestation. And so since I started doing this work, more and more things have been manifesting and showing up for me. And it's amazing because as you continue to practice this connection with your spirit, so to speak, uh, what we can do is really transform people from a place of victim or struggle or trying energy to a place of abundance and manifesting the heck out of their lives. I love the way that sounds. Uh, I know manifesting shows up in my life in many different ways. Uh, so I see a huge value in working with someone like yourself. Uh, let's, let's talk a little bit more about the energy itself. What are, what are some of the tips that you can give to the audience right now who are just getting into the energy realm and, and figuring out what that is? Well, let me just say that the universal energy that's going on right now is pretty insane and intense. And for the empaths out there, and an empath is someone who has actually like heightened sensitivities to energy. Like Kat, I think you know you're an empath, you're a relationship type of person. And we all have different extremes of how empathic we are. But, you know, for the most part, many, many, most people are actually empathic on some degree and some scale. But what happens is empaths feel the energy. They feel the tension. They feel the fear, you know, if it's constantly bombarded. And right now we're getting bombarded with this fear energy. And so it's impacting a lot of people, which is why we're having a lot of more suicides, a lot of people struggling with depression and all those sorts of things because they're being impacted by this global energy. And I want to share a couple of things. First of all, you have control over what energy comes in and what goes out. And I want people to know and really uh, set some boundaries around the energy that they allow in and allow out. So that's a really big piece of this, this whole overall picture. The next thing is 
you know how we brush our teeth every day? Like who doesn't brush their teeth every day, right? We know that it gets plaque on it. Energetically, we get plaque on us too. And that plaque is that low vibration, non-serving energy that we pick up throughout the day, whether it's through technology, through people, through experiences. And so we get this plaque buildup and yet we don't clear it away. We don't brush it away. And so my invitation to everyone today is to first clear your energy every day. And it doesn't take long at all. It's a very simple process. In fact, I, I actually call it dusting off. And so I literally dust myself off and I do it with my kids after school and it is a game changer. Now my kids even ask me, they're like, mom, can you dust me? You know? And so we clear away that energy. Now the intention is the important part behind it. You don't have to dust yourself off, although it, it helps for our human minds to really believe it. But the intention is a critical piece. And the intention is this, any non-serving energy, I send you away with light and love. It's that simple. Any low vibration energy, I send you away with light and love. And so we're sending away that low vibration energy to be transmuted into the universe. And so I do it while I shower uh, quite a bit. Um, I'll also do it before I get in the house if I know that I'm, you know, feeling like I brought, I'm bringing some energy or carrying some energy that isn't mine or isn't serving me. And so that's a really big tip and it can make a massive difference if you are on any spectrum of that empath scale. So really big difference there. Now, the other thing in terms of protecting yourself from energy is again around intention. We all have an energy field around us. It's our magnetic field. It's proven by science. Oftentimes empaths and relationship people spread their bubble out really wide. And so the invitation is to envision that bubble coming in one to two feet around you and then setting this intention. I only allow energy serving me at my highest good into my sacred space, my aura, my magnetic field, whatever resonates for you, but make it so. Our thoughts become things. We know this. This is also proven by science now. And so the invitation is for you to set that clear intention and say, hey, I'm only allowing the good stuff in here. Thank you very much. Right? Because what we tend to do is we take it, we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders you know, quite literally in so many ways, right? And so this is your opportunity to say, you know what? I can still empathize with you. I can still connect with you, but I don't have to carry your stuff for you. And there's a really big difference. So that is what I would suggest to people out there that are starting to get sensitive to energy or more aware about energy is to make sure you foundationally set those parameters and those boundaries for yourself. Yeah, and, and Dan, you're so knowledgeable on that topic, so thank you so much for sharing. Um, mm -hmm. But it makes me wonder, what is it that you had to overcome in your life, in your business, uh, that made you such an incredible intuitive? And, and mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for that, Kat. You know, I, I've been through a lot in my life. I've experienced a lot of trauma. Um, I had a near death when I was five, actually. So that was kind of the first kind of catalyst that shifted me into um, recognizing more empathic abilities. Now, after that near-death experience, um, my mom noticed that I would, you know, I would tell her things that I shouldn't know, you know, as a little, you know, five, six, seven-year-old. Um, I was able to predict deaths. So I would tell my mom when people were going to die, and then they would. And so I was raised in a Catholic home, though. So mom didn't really know what to say or what to do. And so I just kind of tucked all that away. You know, you tuck it away. You're like, okay, you know. Um, but I, I spent my teenage years really feeling 
a, a struggle. Um, I, I was suicidal as a teen um, because I felt like I was in this world, but not of it. I didn't feel like I fit in with other people. Although I was still very popular, um, I, I had um, some significant bullying and I just always felt like I was different than everyone else. And so um, as a result of that, I actually chose because um, I had choked, my dad saved my life at five, I chose to become an EMT because I wanted to save lives. I knew I was meant to be in healthcare and save lives. So here I am working as, as an EMT, I'm seeing death, I'm around death, I'm around trauma all the time. And I had one case where it was a young woman, she was 42, almost the same age I am now, and she had a heart attack. And my partner and I worked on her the whole way, like whole way to the hospital. She was in cardiac arrest when we got there. We started IVs, we did compressions, we did defibrillation, we did everything that we knew we could do. Even at the hospital, we pumped her with whatever drugs we could to, to hopefully get her back. And I was 19 years old at the time, and I had to tell her husband that she wasn't coming home. And I remember feeling that, I, I, that helplessness and really feeling like I'm on the wrong side of things. I don't want to get people by the, when it's too late. I want to get to people before. And so that changed my whole direction in life. I ended up teaching in health sciences, creating this kind of ripple around prevention and compassionate care. Um, and then that led me to another near-death experience. So I was about 26. I had just had knee surgery. I had full reconstruction from a skiing injury years before. And so I'd gone through this surgery. I was at home recovering. And I um, was trying to move from the kitchen to the living room and I lost consciousness. Um, my blood pressure dropped. I had some complications and, um, and I fainted. And when I fainted, I went to the most beautiful space. I was surrounded by angels. And these angels were bright orbs of light. They were beautiful and they were vibrant and they were tangible, like the most real experience like I can ever relate to in my entire life. This was it. And it felt so euphoric, Kat. I'm telling you guys, oh my God. It was like, if that's what heaven is, sign me up. Like, I am not afraid to die. It was absolutely divine. And I wanted to stay there. Nothing else mattered. I was in a space of complete um, peace and clarity. It was amazing. But I was told I had, I, I, it wasn't my time yet. <laughs> and so I woke up. Now, I didn't know how to articulate that story because it felt really weird. And again, I was like, oh, my God, people are going to think I'm crazy. And so I kind of, you know, kept it to myself and reflected on it and kind of sorted out, you know, the experience. And um, my brother-in-law had caught me that day. So he had helped me because I would have I would have hit my head um, on a tile floor. And so he had caught me that day when I fainted, thankfully. But I didn't say anything to him about my experience. A couple weeks later, I'm telling a girlfriend, because I have to get it out. Like, I've talked to my mom, but nobody else knows about this angelic experience because I'm, I'm afraid to share it. And I'm telling a girlfriend, and I'm like, okay, this happened to me. I don't know how to explain it, but, like, this is, like, I saw angels, and they were orbs of color, and it was so amazing. My brother-in-law lived with us at the time. 
he came running into the kitchen. He slammed his hand down on the counter and he said, I knew it. He said, I felt the angels. He said, I could feel something. The whole room started to like energetically shift. He's like, I didn't know what the heck happened. I thought maybe you had died and the angels were coming to get you. I just didn't know. And he awesome. felt it and he validated it for me. And so that validation was so valuable to me because moving forward, I knew what I knew and I didn't have to doubt it or question it. And I started to share the story. And the more I started to share the story, the more people would come to me and they'd say, oh my God, Deanne, I had a similar experience and I've never shared it or I was afraid to tell people. And people just started to come out with all of these divine stories. And so that led me down a deeper path of exploration because now I can't deny it. Now I know the angels are legit. Now I know my sensations of feeling people who died is real. Now I, now I really know I had the validation that I needed. And so I started to dig deeper into the spiritual world. And as I started to do that, I got a little bit of lashback for sure. I had friends that said, Deanne, you can't be a business owner and be doing intuitive sessions. People are going to think you're weird and crazy and all those things. And, you know, my ego mind, you know, did play a role in that. It took me a long time to come out of the spiritual closet. <laughs> it took me a long time to come out because I was afraid. I was afraid people wouldn't see me as professional. I had had, you know, at that time, you know, 15, almost 20 career in healthcare, teaching post-secondary. I was an achiever. I was seen as, you know, um, a leader. And so, you know, I had a lot of fears around that. But the more I stepped into the truth of who I was, the more um, gifts I received as a result of it. And so, you know, I've really learned to get my ego mind to step aside. You know, my ego mind still comes into play. It will always. We need our ego minds. The ego minds are what keep us moving forward as human beings. But the ego mind also is really good at keeping us safe in a box. And so I have learned to communicate with my ego mind to thank it for being there, but to ask it to step aside so that I can allow my spirit and my heart to really lead the way. And even though sometimes I still have to make a very ego-based decision, I, I, I'm very conscious about that decision and aware of that decision. So that gives you a little bit of the story and you know some of the bumps along the road to get me here. And, and I'm so glad that you kept pushing through the bumps and me you kept too. pursuing your, your purpose and uh, that I've met you along the way because I remember meeting you years ago and I've got to see your journey um, to getting here. So I'm, I'm excited for you and what you're creating right now, even more so. Uh, now for those listeners who are, who want to connect with you, Deanne, where do they go? So they can check out rosehope.ca and that is my website that promotes uh, my speaking as well as my intuitive work. I teach classes as well if someone's interested in learning more about the Akashic Records and so rosehope.ca and you can find me on Facebook as well on Deanne Riendo uh, and then of course like you said I'm also the founder of Your Holistic Earth so I always encourage people to go check out Your Holistic Earth as well if, if you're looking for other resources and providers that can help you on your health journey. Make sure to connect to Deanne, send her a message, let her know that some of the aha moments that you had throughout her sharing her amazing story and sharing some of those 
really, really amazing tips on how we can tap into our intuitive um, and make sure you check out your holistic earth community. Just go over to profitableimpactacademy.com slash Y-H-E and connect to some of the other amazing experts in the community, as well as members who truly believe in holistic medicine and connecting with each other, creating something amazing. Thank you for being here, Deanne. For you Thanks. listeners, stay healthy, stay happy. Thank you.